Hello, and welcome to Frog Flicks. I'm your host, Tristan L. Bass, and I'm here with... Sarah Lorraine. One half of our original Broadway recording cast. And we're doing a special mini-podcast here. Um, this is a preview, um, much like our Patreon members-only podcasts, but a little something for all of you. Uh, we wanted to thank all, everyone who's um, signed up recently as a Patreon on Frockflix slash uh, frock, uh, Patreon.com slash Frockflix. Uh, we really appreciate your support, and we just wanted to share a little bit of that goodness with everybody because we've had a lot of just really amazing support overall recently, and um, we love you for that. That's awesome! Yay! Yeah. Yay! We, uh, uh, we definitely do love you guys, and we love you that you love us enough that you're going to give us money. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's been needed. We recently uh, did a whole uh, website migration, um, server, upgrade. server upgrade, and um, yeah, because we have masses of stuff on the site in case you haven't noticed, but you have noticed because that's why you're supporting us. Hi, and we're back where we started. <laughs> so um, we're just going to talk a little bit about what we're watching recently um, uh, and little other business just to catch you up in the lives of the frock flickers. Dun, dun, dun. So Sarah's been mainlining Victoria. Pretty much, yeah. um, She seemed to have liked it better than Kendra. Yeah. I, was... I think I'm somewhere in between the two. I'm like, I, I vacillate between meh and ooh, shiny. Yeah, and I, uh, I think it was funny because Kendra was the one who immediately was like, I'll handle Victoria if you handle the crown. And so I started doing the crown, and then Kendra was like, I don't like Victoria. <laughs> it's boring. Yes. And, so, and so suddenly I've inherited the, uh, the uh, inherited Victoria, but uh, I have to say I actually am enjoying it. I am enjoying it a lot. Um, it is basically, uh, as one of our frock flick uh, commenters said, bad historical fanfic, but <laughs> it, was, it was amusing. Um, it's got Rufus Sewell in it, at least for the next like five or, you know, first five episodes or so, yeah. uh, which after after he leaves, I haven't yet gotten to the point where he's left yet because I'm still a little behind. But um, I don't. Well, he he kind of starts he, petering he does, out. He does a slow thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's ghosting. He, he hasn't quite fully go. Yeah, it's more of a slow. It's not a total yeah. ghost. Okay. It's just it is really a slow fade. He kind of. I think I, we I should watched, be friends. You know, yeah, like, I, it's not you, it's me. Because <laughs> um, I have watched the the last episode that was broadcast in mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, and and the the finale is now going to be in two weeks. Mm. They're doing a little. You know, oh, I hate a that. Little fate, a little, they're ghosting us. Yeah, ah. those assholes. Yeah, well, PBS, they, they, they got to do what they can because, you know. Yeah, they're just trying to, like, draw it out and yeah. torture get, us get with it. Get those pledge drives. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, hey, you know, why not? When you're donating to us, also donate to your PBS station. Yeah, catch because, your local PBS station. Because or, we're or, big fans of PBS yeah. and NPR totally. and our local KQED. I mean, yeah. we're just name-checking everybody now. Oh, really? But yeah. uh, in this day and age, you know, these people, these organizations yeah. need all the help they can get. So, yeah. I'm ending my PSA right now. Yeah. But uh, back to Victoria, which brings us all sorts of wonderful content, you know, PBS. PBS brings us a lot of wonderful content yes. from the UK um, yes. through Masterpiece Theatre, so very grateful about that. But I think that my my biggest issue so far with Victoria has been, um, well, it's two things. One is the tiaras, and if you were paying attention to my post on Tuesday, that was about the tiara 
continuity issues um, mm-hmm. that I'm having issues with in in the episodes, and the other is the head necklaces, oh. um, <laughs> which will be a subject of a of a, of a post coming up next week. Yeah, I think. wait so, for it. Wait yeah, for that it. one's coming up. Um, but you know, and I think it just boils down to it's it's what looks pretty, and it's you know, and I get it. I totally understand that. It just is something that bugs us, kind yeah. of on a fundamental level, when it's you know, head necklaces on everyone. Yeah, it's a cop out. I think. Um, Tom and Lorenzo, and if you don't read them, mm-hmm. I mean, Mm-mm. really, why, why are you watching <laughs> us? I mean, come on. Uh, they're, they, they do some uh, live tweeting sometimes of the show when it's on, uh, on, on Twitter. That's where you do tweeting. Mm-hmm. Um, for the one of you who didn't catch that. Is that on the series of tubes? It is. Okay. Where cool. the cats are. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, so they've said on their podcast that, you know, they're not doing much with Victoria on their website because it doesn't have much you know, content there. It's not much mm-hmm. to say. Um, and they call it really much, really, you know, wallpapers and pretty dresses. Mm. Uh, because it has beautiful settings and pretty dresses. And, and, and you know, when I first heard them say that, I hadn't caught up with it yet. And now that I've watched pretty much all the episodes, admittedly while doing other things around the house, mm-hmm. I'm there with that. It's, it's, it's very it's much... eye candy. It's eye candy. It's yeah. just... Oh, it's pretty. And maybe not on the level of like Marie Antoinette, uh, Sophia no. Coppola's Marie Antoinette level of eye candy. No. But I, I enjoy watching it for the visual. Um, and actually, <laughs> randomly enough, yesterday I was watching the, the episode uh, An Ordinary Woman, which is the UK episode six, US episode five. And I hate that they do that. So in the US, they combine the first two episodes yes. into a single long episode. So that's why the numbers are off. Yeah. But, so PBS can have a big premiere. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but um, the, yes. So I, I was watching it. And as I'm watching it, I catch a glimpse of this portrait that's in one of the scenes <laughs> that looks like a Winterhalter portrait. And anyone who's an art history nerd knows that Winterhalter really was only kind of, you know, I mean, he was painting before the 1850s, but he became incredibly famous for his, you know, beauties, similar to Lely. <laughs> Peter Lely in the 17th century? Yes, can't yes. even freaking say his name all of a sudden. But yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he became guy. famous for painting beautiful yeah. women of the European court. And, it, you know, in particular, uh, Empress Sisi, um, Empress Eugenie, uh, the... Um, uh, and Queen Victoria as well. And so so there's this there's this portrait that's hanging on the yeah. wall and I see it and I glimpse it and I'm just like, whoa, hold on a second. That looks like it's from 1850 to 1855 and this episode starts in 1840. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that led me on a, this wild goose chase, which led me into actually researching where where it's been shot, where yes. they where they're shooting different things, and I learned in that particular scene that it is the cinnamon room at Harewood House in, uh, now I'm blanking on where it is. I'm so sorry, anyone who's from that area. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, it's a very beautiful house, um, and it's been used, actually. I think it was the one that was used in uh, Brideshead Revisited. Oh. Yeah. Oh, then it might be in, yeah, then I can't can't remember. Yeah. 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 Don't ask me where it is, because my brain will not give me that. And it's amazing I even remember the name of the house. But, uh, but yeah. So that kind of that kind of was an interesting little digression that I ended oh, totally. up on. But I still didn't get to find out what that portrait was, and no. I'm waiting for the curator to email me back. No, but your mentioning of Winterhalter yeah. reminds me of the other thing you found uh, in the when oh right the scene when <laughs> Prince Albert before he marries Victoria um, he goes one of his uncle takes him to a whorehouse 
Or it, mm. it, it's his brother takes it's him to the It's his brother. Yeah. It's his brother. Ernst. Okay. Ernst. All right. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the older guy. But anyway, yeah. when it, he goes to her house, and I wasn't paying att- close attention uh, in this scene, but uh, Sarah helpfully screen capped for me that the, the older woman, I guess essentially the madam who's kind of who's running this uh, house of ill repute, is wearing a a loose interpretation because it's uh, let's it's not that accurate of um, a dress that I recreated for from the porch from the portrait uh, the Winter Halter did of Princess Eugenie and her maids of honor Empress Empress Eugenie, yeah. Eugenie yeah. and her maids Don't of honor downgrade her she's Sorry, yeah you know. <laughs> she's dead uh, she won't get she yeah. won't get me yeah we did that in uh, we did that for costume con twenty six in two thousand eight we yes. won best in show yes oh, there's our cred people who say we don't have any cred that's right we're yeah. master costumer that's right and you're, you're not. not. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you are. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you are. Yes. I did um, a little more. But it was it was a purple dress with a black uh, lace tears and mm-hmm. a black uh, black lace trim on the top. Although this one, uh, when I look upon second closer yes. reflection, it didn't have the pleated Bertha. Yeah. And the sleeves were all wrong. Yeah. It, um, it was just it was just but, the same color scheme yeah. and very similar like trimming arrangements on yes. it. And I was like, you're right. I'm yeah. like, I'm sure it's it's just a loose interpretation. Yeah. But I would stopped it, paused it, yeah. screen capped it. Oh my God, Tristan texting her. This is your dress. <laughs> You yeah. see this. Yeah, so I love yeah. when that happens, actually. And yeah. I, I will actually want to mention um, that that kind of segues into another thing that I really like about Victoria is that uh, a number of her extant dresses are actually recreated in the in the TV show. Mm. Um, and I didn't really realize this because in my world, you know, the only extant Victoria garment that exists is A, this giant pair of underwear, <laughs> and B, her, you know, when she was, when she was, very, very much larger yes. and in mourning, right. you know, from like, it was, I think, a yeah. dress from the 1880s or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and her wedding dress. Yes, and her wedding dress. So that, I didn't but, realize there were other Victoria, Victoria dresses that still were in, in the royal collection and in other collections. Sure. Uh, and one of the things that I really liked, one of the dresses I really liked in the very first episode was her, she wears it um, when she's addressing Parliament for the first time. It's her mourning dress. It's a uh, black silk satin um, kind of Kind of like with a little scoop neck, you know, but slightly pointed decolletage, and um, and it's got these gar- uh, uh, gathered sleeves with like multiple poofings, and this really interesting skirt that has an offset skirt opening, or what looks like an offset skirt opening, off to one side, and it's got ruffle, you know, a ruffle that goes down. And I thought, you know, that's just a really unique dress. Like that's an interesting style. I wonder where they got that from. Turns out it's one of her actual extant <laughs> dresses. And so I suddenly that led me into a whole like you know Pinterest search of uh, other dresses they've actually recreated from the sh- uh, from extant dresses in her collection or in the collection, uh, royal collection. There's a plaid dress yeah. that's also one of the, based on an extant dress. Um, and I think there's one other one that I'm... Oh, right. She has her... Um, when she's addressing the troops and she's got her little, like, riding jacket oh, the thing. Outfit, yeah, the yeah. military outfit's based on an extant dress. Oh, okay. Or extant thing from her. Well, props on them for yeah. actually doing some research, even though it looks like they didn't <laughs> sometimes. No, frequently, it, does, it, frequently <laughs> it, it, it treads that fine line between yeah. like, okay, it looks right-ish and yeah. 
right on. Yeah. You know, so there's a, it depends on how picky you want to get. Some people will say, well, okay, those are three instances where they based it on a historical garment, but you know, the rest of the time it's just pure what the fuck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, fine, you know, but I'm saying I I still want to give credit where credit is due because somebody there was doing the research. So yeah. yeah, no, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's worth a watch. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye. And, yeah, that's true. And, you know, they've they've done an okay job. You know, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not bad. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, like, ready to, like, kill Jenna Coleman or anything. I thought I would find her really irritating. Yeah. Um, but definitely the most weird, the weirdest thing of all, of course, are the blue contacts, which just look, make her look like an alien. But uh, I swear I, that totally didn't annoy me. And it's get it's pissing now, off I don't, so now many that, people. Well, now that I'm Kendra like, mentioned it, was that, it was Kendra that mentioned it first. Oh, and I was some just commenter like, oh. mentioned it too on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, things that don't bother me that that's high. But now I can't not see it. Yeah, Every time I look at her, I'm like her eyes. Yeah, She's like children of the corn. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, so okay, well Tristan, what have you been watching other than Victoria? Uh, well one thing that I watched recently and that um, a couple people on Facebook asked if we were going to review is is the new um, uh, documentary actually Ooh. on uh, Six Wives of Henry VIII mm. by, with Lucy Wolsey. Is that? Wol- 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 yeah, her. You, her. Well, with the pl- yeah, page, blonde page boy. <laughs> Apparently, uh, we're having a hard time with words today. And we've not, we've we're not even had drunk. A, a, like a sip. Of, <laughs> yeah. This is just how we speak, which is to say not very well. That's why we write. That's why we write, yes. Um, anyway, so it was on PBS in the past month, and um, it's obviously, you know, this is treading well-trodden ground, um, and her gist was to try to put something new into it, um, which I think... And was this the one where it was that Anne Boleyn casting decision that everyone was like, oh, Anne Boleyn's been... I think that's the one. Okay, I don't remember. And that was when it prompted me to write that we don't need no, another no, Anne Boleyn. No, no, no. I don't think so. Okay. Because they, okay. their Anne Boleyn was just fine. It wasn't like... No, I, I mean, it, yeah, it was a thing, though. I think it was for this because... Um, anyway. Anyway. The point is... I don't know. But um, the, the I think the more gist was it, do we need another thing like this? And, and exactly you know, right. she is a legit historian. Um, she had a somewhat newer point of view or at least i don't know it was a well done series and it, and if you haven't i have watched a million of these yeah. <laughs> um and i still found it enjoyable and a little bit refreshing or at least a little less repetitive let's put it that way um what was also nice was that um they in all the you know, they, it's this, it's this typical setup. You know, she says some things and she goes and looks at some docu- some, you know, documents and she goes to a library and looks at the thing and, um, library research. Yeah. Rock on. <laughs> or she goes and looks at the painting or she does, you know, whatever she goes into an actual historical place. How about the fact that she's doing primary source research? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legit. Good stuff. research. Actual Good research, real research. Follow her lead. And then, and then there's a recreation where events are reenacted. Um, as you do, it's, it's the same pattern in all of these. And again, if you've watched any of these, this is not breaking new ground on that count. Um, in the recreated parts, um, Lucy herself is embedded Mm -hmm. and she's in costume. And so she's usually like a serving woman or, a you know, some kind of, you know, background person who's, you know, mm-hmm. bringing a pitcher or, or handing uh, a tray cool. of food or, or something. Cool. So she's kind of this one of this, yeah. these um, little background people who are mm-hmm. walking, you know, because of course, in uh, any Tudor court, you have a million uh, serving people who are just walking back and forth. And so she's always one of those little people walking back and forth and happens to be in a room overhearing 
you know, Henry and Anne discussing something of consequence. And it's one of those conversations of consequence that, that you know, makes the point that she's trying to make. Um, all the costumes are pretty much, most of them are from Wolf Hall. Really? Yeah. So they look okay. good. Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to interject. Here, no, go ahead. Here's a point that I want to make about that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them seem to fit better. Oh. So the wrinkles that we all were <laughs> flipping out about aren't a problem in this. Aren't as much of a problem, at okay. least. Um, well, so I'm, I think it was a fit issue <laughs> with yeah. poor Claire Foy and being uh, being yeah. pregnant or whatever. But um, some of them fit definitely better. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I mean, all of the costumes are definitely rewears. I mean, there's a lot from from Wolf Hall, especially on the leads, the queens. I um, wanted to say and the headgear, yeah, same thing. I wanted to say this is another one where you you play spot the Kentwelly in it, um, because I know I, our dear friend, yes. my dear friend, our yes. dear friend Bess. Um, she frequently appears in these types of things, uh, you know, usually as a lady in waiting or some sort of, you know, fancy person because she's fancy like us, like we want to be all the time. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember this coming up on the Elizabethan costuming page on Facebook. And I believe um, it's a friend of hers who did the costumes, and I think it may, she may have just sourced the costumes, you yeah. know, not necessarily. Because, yeah. again, there was this, hardly anything would have been new I, for this. All I, the leads I were from I may be completely way off, but this woman and her name escapes me at the moment, um, is, uh, is a Cantwelly and so knows her shit. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, it's one of those things I can't, I, now I want to watch it because now yeah. I, I, I do enjoy playing yeah. Spot the Cantwelly. I'm like, oh, I know you, and yeah. I know you, and I know you. And, you know, it's great when you, you know, the worlds overlap yeah, and suddenly exactly. people you know are randomly on TV. Yes. That was so weird one time we were watching this random like 18th century reenactment thing on a... On, it was on the Revolutionary War on the History Channel, and there was uh, what's his face, Kendra's boyfriend. Oh, um, um, what is his name? I don't remember his name. Okay, so I remember pointing out some dude yes. at well at Colonial Williamsburg, and he was like the central oh, figure. Oh, oh. wasn't Mark Cutter? Was it? Yes, it was Mark yes, Cutter. Yes, it was Mark Cutter. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. Kendra's yes. boyfriend. Sorry, yes. I outed you, Kendra. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I were, then Francis and I just stopped what we were doing. Yes. We we're like. I know that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that kind of brings me to another rant. People who say we don't have connections <laughs> to this stuff, who think that we're just here being snarky bitches for yep. the sake of being snarky bitches, and we don't know what we're talking about because we've never costumed a TV show or we've never acted in one or anything <laughs> like that. Well, to that, I just say that's an interesting point. I disagree with it because critics are knowledgeable in a field and are allowed to critique that field. And that is what we are in. We are academics. We are also practical costuming. I mean, like I, I did theater costuming. I hated it because I didn't like being told what to do and wasn't historically accurate. So I stopped that and went into academia. We are actually on the academic side and, you know, we fully admit that. And we fully admit that, you know, we're not in the trenches doing these things day in and day out. And we understand there are constraints. Um, you know, placed on, on TV costumers or uh, film costumers because they're usually working. And we've, God, we've, we've hashed this out so many times on the blog. Like, mm -hmm. we honestly at some point should just do like a, a categorical listing and linking of all <laughs> of the times we've freaking beat this horse to death and yet people still come and, back at us. I, and for that matter, we do have a fact. <laughs> 
Yes, we do. Uh, it's and under the about section uh, for, for anyone who is actually curious and about it, this. It was written by Kendra, I want to say, and it like cracked yes. my shit up for days when uh, she wrote it. So And, it's and I will say also that you know I come from a journalistic background. Mm-hmm. And so, but you also asking, come from an academic background. Yeah, true. That More is journalistic well. now, but you know. that is true. Yeah. But you know, the 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 role of the journalist is to ask questions, do research, and find out what's going on. The fifth estate. That's right. Or is and, that the fourth estate? Uh, it was the fourth. I think a, we're the fourth. We're the no, fourth. fifth is fifth is uh, social media. Fourth is. <laughs> journalism i look this shit up oh, yeah. come on <laughs> you can do go that's why you're doing the academic part right pretty much and criticism is a valid part of journalism uh, it's actually criticism falls into both journalism and academia so you know and also it's 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 a perfectly valid thing oh my God. to do i mean we to look at art to look at existing media and to question the validity and of I, it. I think that's and always... If we, and if somebody doesn't question the validity of it, then, yeah. you know, why is it in the public sphere? And that's always been the disconnect, I think, that we run into with people who, you know, randomly show up on the blog and don't know what the hell they're looking at and then freak out at us because we're meanies or whatever. Um, I think that a lot of people don't realize that when you're, especially in academia, but also in journalism, your sources get checked, and you get called out if your sources are not accurate. Yeah. And so having, having that is a valuable... And, then, yes. and rather, than, rather than looking at that like an attack, and it is hard to take. Mm-hmm. It is actually not a fun thing having critique, mm-hmm. but you learn that that is helping you. Yeah. This is helping you become better at your skill or at your, you know, whatever your knowledge base is in. It's not somebody just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. We, we could be that blog. We absolutely yeah. could be that blog, but we're not. We're really trying to say, A, you know, all the people out there like us who, who cringe whenever they see like an 1850s portrait in a 1840s <laughs> scene, you know, we're all, you know, we get you, but we're also saying if we put this information out there in a broad enough way with a big enough megaphone, maybe the people who are making these things happen will listen and understand that there is a demand for historical accuracy. There, I mean, I don't want people to be, I, I would never expect Hollywood to suddenly drop everything and every historical film they make, you know, is researched to the nth degree. I don't think that, but I don't think it's too much to ask if, you know, you get like the decade right instead of, oh, it looks ish, you know? <laughs> like, and I think that that's where we always come back to is we want to try and influence the influencers. We want to try to make those people um, realize that there is a market for historical accuracy and therefore the money will come from that. The demand will come after, you know? And, well, and, and influence the audience as well. Right. There, you know, we've had plenty of, plenty of times our audience will ask the question, well, okay, you're making fun of X, why? Is X not, why is X not right for the period? Or oh, you mean X wasn't done in the period? I didn't know that. Help me find, figure out why. Help me understand that. And, 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 and that's something we're glad to do because, you know, we have, we have Snark Week specifically set aside to just be bitches. And even then when we're bitches, sometimes we try to educate too, but mostly... You know, Snark Week is, is for fun and for just saying, this stuff sucks. And it's funny that it sucks. And here's all the reasons why. Yeah, but, you know, you know the majority of the time we're, we're pointing out stuff that it's inaccurate because of XYZ and, you know, here or here's a recurring theme of things that are, you know, going on in film that, you know, we that are thematically wrong. 
wrong or, or whatever. And here's why. And, you know, it's, it's part for the audience. It's part for the larger culture as a whole. And, and it's really, you know, some of it's preaching to the choir. We know that there are people like us who have as much info, much education about this as us or about different topics that are also interested in finding the inaccuracies or, or, or looking or who love historical shows and also are frustrated by when they don't get the history right. Right. And I think too that if you if you pay attention to the structure of our of our posts, our blog posts, not every single post falls into this, but I would say the vast majority of our blog posts have a, a very defi- definite structure to it, which is here's this horribly egregious thing they got wrong on X TV show or X movie. Let's talk about why it's wrong and let's show examples of what's right and then we will toss it to the, you know, the commenters to talk about it, you know, for discussion. And so if you're a regular reader, you probably have figured this out. <laughs> and we're not trying to just be shitty. We're not trying to be snarky for the sake of sake of being snarky. We're And I think and I think we we owe a lot. I'm going to go back and I'm going to name check name check um uh Go fug yourself, yeah. <laughs> because we owe a lot to the ladies at Go Fug Yourself. And if you've never actually read that blog, it's hysterical. You really should. But they've been around for about ten years, mm-hmm. um, and they—they're uh, pure snark. They really are. I mean, and they're very—and they've, they've taken a lot of heat for it, and they've had a lot of issues. You know, people coming and get up against them. But they're very funny and they're very intelligent. But they're very snarky, and we kind of are based on that exact sort of idea. But what we try to do is educate and not just be snarky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, hey, tell us if we're failing out that. <laughs> you know, like maybe I think we're doing, we're trying to do this. But, you know, maybe you, the reader, or you, the listener, are, have a different opinion about that. But I think that that's our real mission is education at the end of the day. Yeah. Or teaching, you know, or yeah. having a dialogue about something, you know, the, an intellectual conversation about it. Yeah. That may involve references to boobs and other... And booze. Oh, and uh, Adrian Brody's towel. Yes. You know, we're, we're definitely not purists. No. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. We're trying to have fun with this. This, mm-hmm. is, this is something we do on our off hours for fun. Um, unlike some other sites like, you know, mm-hmm. the Fug Girls and Tom and Lorenzo, who are making this, making their sites, uh, 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 making a living off of them. I mean, go them. I mean, if we could figure that out, we would totally be there. But that it's... also gives them different editorial concerns. Correct. And because we don't have those kind of concerns, we can be, we can have our, our particular mesh of having an edge, having fun. And ultimately being responsible to ourselves while hoping that, you know, you're along for the ride and enjoying, you know, uh, the output of us trying to look at these things with a critical eye. I agree. And I think we can end there because I think that we've just basically given our mission statement in like 100,000 words. But, you know. (laughs) Bitchy may be our brand, but concise is not. We are anything but not concise. Yes. So thanks for listening, and um, we promise we're going to have something a little special for uh, the Patreon subscribers as well. But if you haven't subscribed on Patreon, please do. We appreciate that, too. And actually, all the ways you can support us, you can... You know, buy our swag. We may be having new swag at some point. Hopefully. Woo. I know. I, that's my bad. Yes. I, I'm 
Okay. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Um, and you can also support us by PayPal. Um, and you can just support us by giving us all the love on Facebook and Twitter. And um, standing up for us when people are assholes on the blog. I'm going to give a shout out to Ronnie, <laughs> one of my BFFs, but she's always yes. there. To, we've That's decided right. she's the Frock Flicks bouncer. That's right. And, and everyone who comments, um, you know, and is, is down with who gets our, who gets our gist. Yeah we, yeah, we dig that. Yeah, we love you all. Yeah. And we hate those who don't love us. Yeah, so. haters to... Haters to the left. And the rest of you right here with us. I think we should end the podcast with haters to the left now instead of bye. All right. Well, maybe we should just say bye. bye.